0: Hey, what's up, guys? Today is probably the most important episode you could possibly watch in the near future. I'm going to teach you exactly what you should be doing with your money in 2022, moving into 23, and navigating this real estate market. I will see you on the inside. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, no matter what time it is. I hope that you guys are having another amazing day. I'm with my awesome host, Mr. Josh Zuniga. Let's go. What we're looking for to today is a little bit of advice navigating these troubled waters when it comes to talking about real estate. Um, troubled waters might be an understatement. I think things are looking very stormy out there. Yeah, this very is stormy. Hurricane even season, if you're an investor,
1: friend. whether you're an owner, or a buyer, or even an investor, things are looking a little bit crazy right now, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of me, me, myself, as investor, you as well. Have pumped the brakes on quite a bit of things. And they're yeah. just trying to see what really happens. For sure. Are there opportunities out there right now? Yes. Absolutely. Are there going to be more opportunities that are going to come in 2023? 100%. Yep. Probably twice as much, maybe even three times as much. Dude,
0: is it weird that I get excited about markets like this?
1: I do. Is it a little like sadist? I've been, no, trust me, you've been planning for this. I've been planning for this. I'm just I, checking. Yeah, I've known about something yeah. that happened of this stature, you know, for the last. Three I feel or five guilty. Years.
0: I feel guilty for feeling good about this. Shouldn't happen. Well, because I think we're prepared. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people are not. Okay. Let's talk to them. Let's do it. Okay. So number one, uh, I would be putting my money into a cash flowing property that has a solid tenant in it. That could qualify probably as commercial property with an A grade tenant who's got good financials or maybe a rental property that's cash flowing pretty dang well that also has good financials in terms of a tenant. Meaning that we've got background checks, we've got credit checks, they've got a steady job or if they're self-employed, they've got massive reserves, whatever it is good opportunity here. Understand what happens in a down economy like this. People flee to safety. And so if you have a property that is cash flowing pretty consistently with a good quality tenant, and that could, again, be commercial or residential, Mm -hmm. that is worth money in the open market. And sometimes you can get around what the market value of a property would be. For example, if I were to sell you my personal residence, it may be worth less to a person, an investor specifically, than it would be as a cash-flowing property because they're purchasing the stream of revenue. Okay, and understand there's three types of appraisals. You need to understand this fundamentally if you guys are talking to, you know, if you're thinking about investing into the real estate market. Yeah, this is very good, guys. Pay attention on this So you have market approach. Market approach is basically where they take a sampling of very similar properties in the area, see what they sold for and kind of average them and make adjustments based on square footage or maybe number of bedrooms, baths, or views or whatever the situation is. Very subjective, right? Mm The second type is called basically an income approach, and that is basically where they literally look at the financials and say, how much income is it? How much expenses? What is the net operating income? What is the required return on your investment, aka capitalization rate, cap rate? Okay, and, and, and as inflation increases, we know that, hey, if inflation right now is 10%, I need at least 10% of my money to, to break even. I'm just looking to break even, right? I'm gonna go out there and look for a property that's got a cap rate of 10%, a capitalization rate or ROI of 10% or higher. Or higher. And so now that property became more valuable, essentially, if you want to think about it that way. You gotta be careful because the there is an inverse pressure between capitalization rates and purchase price. That's what you gotta be aware of as an investor. Okay. So as capitalization rates increase, the market value of those decreases. it's it, so it's a little bit of a mindfuck, okay? Quack mm-hmm. that. And so Really, what you need to understand is there are opportunities in segments of the market, in segments of geographic areas that are sexier than others. People are going to flow to safety. They're going to take their money out of the stock market, which is doing just abysmally. I think we're down 21% on the S&P 500 as of today's recording date, beginning of October 2022. And so that's not good, right? And so people might be doing some tax harvesting, which is a thing that happens in the later months of a year, especially in a down market, Mm -hmm. where they can sell those assets and take a tax loss, put that money into another property, and then we could do some really creative things where we can actually buy a property for a lower price because prices are coming down, and then be able to appreciate that property over the next 10 years, let's say. Then we could do things like defer taxes using a Starker exchange, also known as a 1031 exchange, put on my nerd glasses, i just drop some <laughs> knowledge on you. So... <laughs>
1: You know, that was good stuff, man. Yeah, that was good sure. stuff. That was the deep dive and then the deeper dive. Yes. That's what we like to call That's it. We'll go deep. Carl deeper. loves to get into it, right? Yeah, I'm just a nerd. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. So let's talk about though, because even with the, uh, the climate for investors right now, we obviously know that prices are decreasing. Sellers are willing to negotiate, but even if, even if investors are trying to put a loan on one of these properties, they're not, they're also experiencing a hard time, right? Yeah, it's, it's tough. Yep. Rates are at seven and a half percent, but even on the investor rates, DSCR loans, Ooh, dude, those are in intense, ninth. right? So yeah, I, I literally just got quoted for a property that we're doing just to put a loan on it after we're done with the rehab. It's going to cost just to put the loan on it, three points, right? That's yes. three percentage points on top of all the fees. It's almost going to cost me forty to fifty thousand dollars just to refinance. Just it. to refinance it and put a loan on it. That's not even to say the hundred and fifty six that we put down on it plus the $200,000 in rehab. Mm-hmm. Now you got to stack a sexy 50 on top of that just to put a loan on it. That's going to be around $6,000. Yes. Right. So yeah. these are things that you have to consider as an investor. Some of those deals may not be good. What I mean by that is that you've, you have to be way more creative when you're getting into these transactions and when you're actually analyzing these properties, case in point, creative financing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Creative financing is a term. I think Pace Morby have really, has really done a great job great at job. coining that Love term. Love that guy, for sure. And Carl, give a brief breakdown of uh, creative financing yes. for our, our
0: audience. So here. creative financing means probably not using a bank, right? And so okay. understand that these sellers on a lot of these properties can help you finance them. Okay, mm-hmm. and there's a couple different ways we can do that. Number one, we can do something called subject two. Subject two is basically where the seller comes in and says, hey, look, dude, I'm way upside down in my house. You know, I owe 500 and the market value currently is four fifty. I'm ten thousand dollars upside down. I can either give it to the bank or I can give it to somebody like Josh. Josh is a very nice guy. He's going to come in and say, "Hey, look, Mr. Seller, I understand you're fifty grand upside down, but you've got a really sexy kind of loan right now. Like your loan is maybe at two point eight seven five percent. Hey, here's what I want to do. Let me give you five G's. Just walk away from the property, but let me take over that payment. Okay." The original seller is going to remain liable for that mortgage. Mm-hmm. The name is on that mortgage is still the previous seller. But now Josh owns that, but the payment's relatively low, right? So it's kind of, it's sexy for you as an investor. Yep. Now you can throw a tenant in there. Now you actually have title to that property. You can depreciate that. And you can do some creative things with that. When the market reverses itself and we start to see some appreciation, then you go ahead and refinance out of that loan. It gets out of the seller's old credit. You know, his, it gets cleaned off his credit it's in your name now and you can do some other creative things like
1: maybe pull some cash out. You can do a burr method or something like that and continue to flip those. Yeah. One beautiful thing, guys, I want to tell you about, especially one that's creative financing is sub two, if you don't even have the perfect credit, you know, doing this, you don't need credit. Exactly. You re- you just have to obviously win the trust of the seller, have a wonderful conversation with them, make sure that you're actually satisfying their needs, not only assuming the loan, you know, give or take, mm-hmm. but also give them enough funds to even start a new life. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. Give this them five works grand, out. Grand. If you yeah. can have say one, two, three, 10, 20, 30 of these properties, None of them are on your credit, so they don't even affect your strategy and ability to actually purchase outside of that. Yes, and then you're cash flowing on all of these properties. That's a damn good day. It's a great day. Something to definitely think and uh, you know ex- explore more on, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. And there's one that's very similar to what's called a subject two, and basically you can do an assumption of a loan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, a lot of the FHA and VA loans that were written in the last five years at low rates are assumable. And it's very, very, very important to understand that there's a lot of value in that right now. This is super cool, guys. Okay, so check Stay this out. out. So say a VA loan that was written you know, a year and a half ago is at 2.25%. Well, today's rates, as we know, on VA loans are about 6.5%, mm-hmm. which is still, in my opinion, pretty dang good, but I'm old. And so there's a 4% gap there where I'm literally going to say 4% on that mortgage amount. A lot of the VA and FHA loans that were written in the last year and a half may be upside down soon. Okay. Because if prices come down and do correct to where the affordability gap is closed, a lot of those VA and FHA loans will be underwater. But a guy like Josh can come back in again and assume that loan, maybe give the seller a couple bucks to get out of the way. And then, you know, the loan literally goes in Josh's name, but he assumes that interest rate in the existing loan balance. Very sexy from an investment point of view, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, you don't want to pay interest. We don't like paying interest.
1: No, nobody does. And even speaking of interest, you know, I had one of my uh, sellers, uh, he actually came to me, the properties paid off, the properties free and clear. Uh, We've had it on the market a few months, obviously because of what's going on in the real estate market. He's like, Hey Josh, can we do creative financing or can we put, you know, seller financing on this deal? I was like, yeah, absolutely open to it. Let's talk about the terms, right? So probably some of the sexiest terms I've seen on the seller finance side, I'll tell you about it right here. So he the market rents in this area are going are paying twenty two hundred dollars a month. He was cool with twelve hundred dollars a month as his payment, zero interest, five year balloon refinance at any point in time, thirty thousand dollars down. What? Yep. That's crazy. That's a great deal. Can you right? send me the address on that? Hey, trust me, I'm already talking to him. <laughs> it's all good, right? So yeah. even if you were to put say thirty thousand dollars down, say it was twenty thousand dollars down. Getting a thousand dollars a month, twelve thousand dollars a year. I think that's close to a sixty percent return, dude.
0: It's insane on your money. It's so, like thirty percent, but yeah, yeah.
1: In your in eighteen months, you will fully be paid back. And now that's what they call an infinite return, guys. Yeah, at that point, infinite returns, cash flow, baby. Okay. The yep. reason we say this is because there's always an opportunity for more education, especially when you're in real estate, especially when you're investing, especially if you're even new to real estate. Here's the thing, guys. There's gonna be a lot of opportunities that are gonna be coming here within the next year, maybe 18 months, maybe 24 months. We don't know. We want you to be prepared for those. But what I mean by that is like you need to get in the game. You need to stop being on the sidelines. Okay. Set yourself up with an individual like Carl or myself. That's educated. That's educated on what the actual process is that you want you actually want to pursue whether it's rentals, whether it's creative financing, subject to, sale to finance, all of those things, right? Assumable loans, and we can make those deals happen for you. Why? Because it's important. Why? Because this can change the course of your life and your family's life. Generational wealth. Generational wealth, okay? It's not about creating one deal. It's about creating several deals. And how are you going to do that? Not on the sideline. You got to yep. get your head in the game. And be,
0: be smart about it. Like you said, You know, consult a professional that's actually done this because a lot of people are posing as professionals on Instagram and really have never done it for themselves. Mm-hmm.
1: So please be very aware of where you're getting your stuff from. All right, man, you killed it today. All right, you get a great job. I'm excited. This is going to be some good stuff. If, the guys, if you guys are interested in this information, please reach out to us. We're happy to sit down with you, have a meeting, go to coffee, go to lunch, and we can definitely educate you more on any of these topics. Until like next, and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. Until next time, we'll see you on the inside.